Hello and welcome to another episode of the Big Red Dram. I'm your host, Jason Langer. As always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, today's episode is uh, Old Tub, um, a Jim Beam product, believe it or not. Um, Old Tub's kind of a limited edition release for 2020. Uh, it was something you could get back at the distillery in the gift shop back in the day um it was kind of an original distillery exclusive kind of a thing you could get 375 uh you know 375 milliliter bottles of it um but what they decided to do this year was kind of reinvent it a little bit and what that means is they kind of went through a different process with it they didn't want to filter it they didn't chill filter it they didn't really do a whole lot of filtering other than to remove um what can sometimes happen in a barrel and that's you get sometimes you get those you get some awful from the barrel some pieces of wood and whatnot so what they did is they filtered those kind of things out but for the most part they don't really do a lot to the to the whiskey um so what you get is a very thick and rich oily kind of a almost straight from the barrel approach um without the high proof so they kind of cut it a little bit to get that bottle and bond 100 <clears throat> but overall for the price point this is about a 20 to 25 dollar depending on where you buy it from whiskey and when i stumbled upon it because i was hearing a lot about it from the bourbon thieves and some of the guys on instagram that i follow and you know they were really plugging away on the old tub and i'm like old tub what it's jim beam what it can't be that good because again for me the jim beam distillery is represented in my experience from whiskey that's in collectible cars <laughs> so i didn't really have a whole lot of experience with jim beam uh but six years ago i think i was at the shop with olaf and i think there was a collectible car in the back room and i'm like dude it was a friday night it was late i go why don't we just try this because it's been it was it was sitting there forever and it's like it's probably not gonna be any good and i'm like eh. <clears throat> so we popped it and yeah no it wasn't good but that was, again, six years ago. I haven't really had a lot of Jim Beam since. Um, but I will tell you that you sometimes you get a Jim Beam and Coke or a Jack and Coke, right? And Jack and Coke will be a little bit sweeter, and Jim Beam will have a little bit more of a bite to it because it has just a different, obviously, it's different mash bills, different how it's distilled, but it just it Jim Beam has a unique flavor. And what set the old tub apart in, is you kind of, you don't really think about that original flavor profile that jim beam will typically have because <laughs> jim beam really never blew my skirt up and it, i've had just you know stuff from the bar and i haven't had a whole lot so take that with a grain of salt i haven't really gone into um i mean the knob creek products that come from jim beam i really enjoy but the straight up jim beam stuff um i don't really have a big flavor for but i also haven't really dove dived dove revisited their their core range so take that for what that's worth knob creek on the other hand really really enjoy um bookers not so much and i've only had one bookers um batch grandma's batch i think it was that my cousin courtney and uncle feel have and the first thing i tasted when i drank it was grass clippings and i i just couldn't do it um I've there are people that really really like the Booker's products probably because it has that unique little wood case that it comes in with a little glass plexiglass door. Um, they're collectible, they're a little bit higher end, um, they're definitely higher priced. But 
I don't know that I'm a fan, but that's just take that for a grain of salt as well because I've only had one. And I still, uh, I tried another one and I think I got the same grass clippings thing. It's just weird. <laughs> um, that being said, people were hyping up the old tub. People were talking about the old tub. People were saying, hey, this is actually really good for the price point, mostly because it was a new release from Jim Beam. So... When we were in Bardstown in Kentucky, and let me tell, talk about that again, when you're driving down, um, was it 265, I believe it is, um, sorry, 245, so you're coming off of 65, and you get you take 245 to Bardstown, so when you're driving down 245, it's a very nice, windy, scenic road. Lots of trees on either side of you. And then, boom, Jim Beam shows up. You get this beautiful, big, black um, rick houses. These beautiful, I mean, the whole distillery is, a lot of the buildings there are painted black. Just gorgeous. Same with old Barton, 1792. They're all black as well, uh, which is a cool look. It really is. But uh, I love the Barton 1792 uh, location in the middle of Bardstown, I my breath was taken away by the Jim Beam just because it just it kind of blended in with the rolling hills and there was there was elevation changes, Rick houses above, Rick houses below, um, which of course all those all those locations affect how the whiskey is made um, and aged, and it's just it's just fantastic uh, when it just comes out of nowhere and you just have these just breathtaking black buildings sitting there the Rick houses and the distillery and the distill house and all of that. So, and then as you pass by, then you get whiplash because not far after that is four roses and you, it, you don't see the distillery because it's hidden in the back of the woods, but you, you see the sign like, what? Four roses is there. <laughs> really wish we could have stopped there. I don't know why we didn't. We probably should have. I don't know that I know Jim beam was closed, but four roses might not have been, but uh, four roses is another episode that's coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about them, but, on the way to Bardstown, just a stunning distillery. Um, so when we were in Bardstown, we happened at a um, liquor store that was in on the outskirts of Bardstown, across from Luxrow, and um, the old tub was there. So I'm like, ooh, the old tub. I've heard a lot about this. So I grabbed the old tub, and I grabbed the Heaven Hill uh, Green Label six-year-old, which is the predecessor to the Bottle and Bond seven-year-old that you get now. And... Um, I really found myself enjoying it a lot in Bardstown. And then I had a, we had our friends over, the Bogues over um, for some cards and I was drinking, uh, I ran out of beer. I think I had two or three beers and then I was drinking, I think I might have even talked about this on a podcast. I don't remember now. Um, I had the Very Old Barton 100 Proof, the white label one. I had a, old granddad and then i had the green did I, I had it when we came back yeah because i had the green label heaven hill green label and then i had the old tub and the old tub beat them all um in my opinion at that time because again everything changes depending on how you drink it you know <laughs> whatever you have to start influences everything at the end but at that point in time with that particular range uh, in that particular order the old tub i felt um really kind of came into its own it really kind of held its own and stood out amongst that crowd now that again that crowd is your 25 and under crowd so i think the very old barton i got for 17.99 the green label was 19.99 the um 
old granddad was 22 and i think the, the old tub was 22 or 23 at that liquor store in kentucky so these are all 25 and under bottles so that is in of itself this whole you know weird world <laughs> right you have your your i call that more or less a bottom shelf whiskey even though it's probably in the middle of the shelf in the in the middle shelf it's the bottom shelves are usually the handles of plastic jugs <laughs> Those like the like the Jim Beam like the the base model Jim Beam for sixteen ninety nine right the uh, the uh, she's probably the Jack Daniels number sevens down there uh, the green uh, yeah it's is the Evan Williams is a black label I think is below it's white black is there a green label that's underneath that I think it's a black label even a black label was um, that we had that the house was decent but again those are all going to be in it. 16 to 25 dollar range um but the old tub held its own and i think what that's what was interesting in what was so popular about it was that as people were trying it because it was the first time it was actually been um produced on a large scale and and distributed um nationally so it was a it was a big deal it was something different and new for jim beam so everyone was really kind of jumping on the bandwagon and really kind of jumping on board and grabbing up the bottles but then they were starting to drink it they're like holy shit this is legit so this stuff is again it's not going to go toe to toe with a old forester or a um an e.h taylor single barrel mind you it's not going to go against some of those higher stronger those higher proof stronger bodied a little bit more complex whiskeys but it will probably hold its own or rise above a lot of those mid-range low range let's call it low range those low range whiskeys so you get your like your evan williams white label like i said the old granddad the very old barton 100 100 proof the uh green label heaven and hill uh it'll hold its own against uh probably the one of the the low end um, old foresters it won't it won't go up against a bottled and bond or a uh, very fine whiskey 1920 1910 but it'll go up against the um their baseline i forget what it's called but it's their just a regular bourbon um bottle and, no the bottled and bond is 18 something but whatever you get my point <laughs> right i hope you do <laughs> anything in that in that 20 to 25 dollar range so just go look at the shelf you'll see it anyway um it does it holds its own so on the nose it's very it's very vanilla very very cinnamon very um brown sugar very caramel very uh there's very little oak to it it's very very sweet it's a very pleasant nose it will um it will attract your attention and you will get the especially on a fall day if you're on the front porch you're covered in flannel and you're just having a nice time it's 50 degrees out you got a nice little breeze so it feels more like 42 43 and you're rocking in a chair and you got leaves blowing past you this is a, this is something that's gonna it's gonna smell really nice you're gonna enjoy the way it smells and you're going to enjoy the way it tastes because when you put it on the palate it's very warm and spicy up front it gets uh it, it has a little bite to it which melds out quickly into a nice sweet, again, with the cinnamon, the caramel, the brown sugar, the vanilla, a little bit of graham cracker, maybe a sweet hint of marshmallow in there to kind of mellow it out. It's almost a s'more without the chocolate. Um, I don't get a lot of chocolate notes out of it. It's very just sweet. It's got a nice, thick, oily mouthfeel to it. 
Um, and then it gives you a nice warm Kentucky hug at the end. It has a nice finish that will linger a little bit. Um, and it is, again, for the price point, it's a solid 82, 83 for me. And it does well against some, it does well, very well against bourbons of that same price range. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, uh, it is. It's just, it's very good. I mean, I, I enjoy it. It's, it, again, it's nothing earth shattering. It has a little bit of that familiar Jim Beam aftertaste, which I'm not a huge fan of, which kind of brings the score down a bit for me and why it's in that 82, 83. Um, because I'm not a fan of it. I apologize. I just, I just, there's, the Jim Beam aftertaste is kind of woody for me. It's got a little bit too much wood oak. Almost an earthy, dirty taste to it. Uh, that's really the best I can give it as far as an explanation, <laughs> as far as a description. Um, but it doesn't take away from its enjoyment. It actually really is an enjoyable whiskey. I, I like it a lot. For the price point, it's fantastic. So, so there you go. So that is the old tub bottled in bond. Uh, again, it's kind of a, a callback to the original whiskey that Jim Beam had made at one point. Um, and he wanted to kind of resurrect it, resurrect the recipe, give it another run, but treat it a little differently than they used to. And again, it's was unfiltered. Um, it is, it's not, has not been carbon or chill filtered only quality screen to remove bits of barrel wood. So it is a unique, unique product. And if you're looking for something unique to put on your shelf, I highly recommend it, especially for under 25 bucks. You cannot go wrong with it. I promise you, you'll enjoy it. And if you want to mix it, go ahead. But it's, yeah, I, I love it. It's really good. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. So anyway, so there you go. Thank you for listening as always to uh, the podcast. Episode 47, little short and sweet today. Just the way you guys like it, right? Short and sweet. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, go out and enjoy whiskey one dram at a time. <laughs>